My name is Chatwan Mongkon. I am the founder of the NatGraph newsletter, which is a newsletter about student journalism. What inspired you to create the newsletter? Yeah, so short answer, I was bored. Um, I st started grad school last year in the fall, and before that, I was a full-time. And like my life is so busy, right? As you can imagine, as a reporter, you go out there and you work basically, you know, every day, like all day and all night, um, looking through records and doing different things. I went to grad at school, um, at the new school in New York. And um, I also worked two part-time jobs, but I had a lot of free time. I had a lot of like downtime. I, I went to see my professionalist in Connecticut as well. I talked to him and was like, I'm so bored. I miss reporting so much. What should I do? And, you know, we were like brainstorming new ideas, what I should do. And he suggested that I start a newsletter writing about something. Um, so first I I was writing about like, I was covering journalism events and panels, trainings um, that were happening in, in New York and virtually, um, well, you know, those panels, they were experts, right? And I just, I just wrote about that. But then um, as I was doing that, I felt like I wanted to find some focus and like a beat for myself because that was kind of like so broad and, and I didn't get any you know, I didn't see any growth in, in subscription. So I wanted to find like a niche. And I thought that 2023 was a year where student journalism gained a lot of recognition. I mean, student journalism has always been there, right? And has always always been making impact in their in their communities. But um they got a lot of spotlight in, in 2023. But I I was a student journalist myself too in in Connecticut, um, so I knew that we were making some kind of impact. We were, you know, our stories led to conversations in our campus. But yeah, as I was saying, I I thought that twenty twenty three was like the year that this got a lot of recognition, but I felt that um, it was just the same paper, the same legacy papers from big name J schools that got those recognition that got those spotlight and I'm not saying that they're not doing a good job their, their works are like great but I feel like there are smaller newspapers smaller student newspapers and like lesser known student newspapers who are making impact in their own ways in their own communities too um so I just wanted you know to to write about them and and be a platform for them to to highlight their work. Um, when I was in school, there was a similar newsletter. It's called The Lead. Um, Poitard, I think, funded that for, for a while. And it was really helpful when I was reading it in terms of like seeing what other student journalists are doing. And then, you know, it helped me with crafting my story ideas and it helped me with finding tools that I can use in my reporting. Um, so I hope that my newsletter can can be the same thing, can serve as the same, you know, kind of like resource for student journalists to come and see what people are doing in, in you know, across the country, other student journalists are doing across the country. Where did your uh, journalism journey begin? Um, I would say that in college, but although I think I I have always been like consuming media my all life. And even in high school, I went to high school in, in Thailand. 
and I came here during my senior year uh, to Michigan. But in 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 Thailand, I started a YouTube channel for for my high school to kind of like report on events. Um, you know, interviewing people about different topics, getting student opinions out there, and I feel like I've always been kind of like distributing information since you know since. I can remember and I came to high school here. I did yearbook and I enjoy talking to people, interviewing people, taking pictures, telling stories. And I went to college here um, and I did student newspapers, folk journalism classes. And I just thought it's a very interesting field. What is it like for you to meet student journalists trying to evolve the business? It is very interesting because I think that student journalism has always been there, right? As I said, and they've always been reporting stuff, not only stories out of their campus, but stories out of their host cities and towns too. But in the past years, we have seen a lot of newspapers, local newspapers closing. So I think student journalist uh, work became more prominent because we no longer have local news outlets to to rely on right so i i feel like um they are stepping up to bridge that gap a little bit and people recognize their work more what are some of the things you've learned from uh, your fellow journalists um wow i learned i think i learned that there are so many stories out there that you know you need to do um, you need to spend time on, you need to really dig deeper. And, you know, when, when people tell you something, um, always question that, right? And and try to dig deeper into behind the scenes of, of that information. Um, think about what became, how, how, how did that information become like that? Um, you know, dig deeper because I... Feel like from stories I have covered, every good story that I've seen are not, or every story that I've seen are stories that, um, it's not just like basic story, you know. But it there there is like a reporting process behind that. There's research process behind that. Um, there's a story that I'm running on Monday. It's about Texas University Star, which is a student newspaper in Texas. Texas State University, um, they wrote about a uh, transfer of of a quarterback from Arizona, and the that football player has a sexual assault case in, in Hawaii when he was in high school. And whenever every other news outlet reported on his transfer, um, just like the fact that he's transferring to Texas, they went back to, you know, look for court documents from Hawaii and and report on that. And, you know, their story sparked public outcry on campus. And eventually the football player withdrew from, from the university. And all that happened within the span of nine days. So I think that every good story, you know, what I learned from, from them is that you got to dig deeper and, and, and try to find the real story, I guess, what's, you know, in there. What has the feedback been for your newsletter? Um, it's been really good. 
I wouldn't say that it's, it's growing very quickly, but it's been steady and it, it, it's growing. Um, I started the student journalism focus on in, in, in December, I think, and uh, subscri subscription almost, you know, more than doubled, I think, since then. And um, I'm grateful for my professors at the new school, too. They have been, you know, talking about in class and and I've been... connecting with with people who are experts in or you know who have experience in student journalism um educators journalism professors and i've been trying to just call emailing people um you know student editors to say that hey there's just new newsletters out there please consider subscribing or you know sharing it with your friends um so it's been really helpful and it's growing you can subscribe too Yes, I did su subscribe Okay. yesterday, so I will definitely be following. Uh, what is it about newsletters that catch people's attention? <laughs> You know, I don't know. I feel like it was the easiest way for me to to kind of like start something on my own because um I cannot start, you know, my own news outlets, right? And and I felt that this was a thing that a lot of people has been a lot of journalists have been doing so i thought and it was you know suggestion from my professor too and i think i didn't mention this but i i am going to grad school for media management hoping to kind of like open something of my own and manage something of my own anyway so i thought that um this would be a good opportunity for me to to learn that side of thing Um, in terms of like management, editing, and and you know, managing content, um, which is very different from what you do as a reporter, right? Because you just report. But now, you know, I've been trying to promote my own things, um, and it's 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 really hard. You have to talk to a lot of people, and it's been interesting. Yeah, where do you want to see your media mission in the next three to five years? Yeah, you know, I don't know. <laughs> That's a very interesting question because I have had a lot of thoughts. I, I came to grad school because I felt like um, it is, it is it, journalism is sad right now, right? Local news is dying and and people are trying to figure out news business models and, you know, large media corporations are are buying up a lot of newspapers right and you know decisions are not being made for the sake of of those local communities but say a newspaper is in texas but decision makers in new york what would they know about you know what's at stake for those communities or what people in those communities want um so i kind of want to open something of my own and be a part of that like Um, group of people who are trying to figure out new business model um, for journalism because I don't think it's seen as a public good or a public service anymore when it is supposed to be. Um, but at the same time, I, I was from Thailand. I grew up in Thailand, right? And the media industry, journalism industry in there is interesting as well. Um, So I kind of, it's very different from from American journalism industry, but it has its own problem. Um, but I also want to.
go back there and report stuff that's happening in, in that region as well. So I'm kind of like debating if I should pursue something in Thailand or pursue something here. But yeah, that's TBD. Do you think the larger companies, the larger media companies can learn from student journalist journalism companies? Um, if I mean, they could if they want to. I don't know if they want to learn from students, you know. Um, but we have seen a lot of partnerships, right, between universities and, and local newsroom. I mean, the Daily Iowan... The student newspaper at University of Iowa just bought two weeklies. Um, um, there's a, I wrote a story on that last week too about the local newsrooms that are entirely staffed by students. I think it was in, in uh, Indiana, Virginia, and, and Kansas. Um, so that's an interesting model too. And definitely, I think, you know, these large media corporations can take a look at and learn from if they want to. They should. So how can people uh, subscribe to you? Um, it's on Substack. It's called the Nut Graph with an F. So N-U-T-G-R-A-F 